Hello world, my name is Hannah and this is my world where I am going to be humble, open, and transparent about my journey as the wife, the mom, and the boss. Hello world and welcome back. So today I want to talk to you guys a little bit about my husband. (laughs) Um, And the reason why is because we're getting ready to celebrate 13 years of marriage. And you know, whenever you're hitting or you know what, let me speak for myself. For me, whenever I'm getting ready to hit a milestone, whether it's a birthday, anniversary, whatever, um, I always like to reflect and just to think about just, you know, over the years. And I have to tell you, and I'm probably going to do like an anniversary um, episode uh, with him so that we can both talk about like things that we've learned over the past 13 years. But this one is just for me. And I want to talk about like just how I think that I've evolved as well as him in in our time together and how little things that bothered me in the beginning don't really bother me now there are some things that still bother me (laughs) and then there's just some things that I guess um, are new developments because we change they say like every seven years um, which is really interesting because you know you you get to know this person you live with this person but because they're changing you're changing you know you're still studying them I remember my godfather told me once and this was when him and my godmother were together for like maybe 35 years um he told me how he was still learning something new about her every single day and at first I was just like what how like you guys been together for so long but being married myself now I realized like yeah you're still learning your spouse every day like it's important for you to study them so that you can really know them and know who they are and notice when they're starting to change so that you can be there as a support because sometimes if you're not paying attention and if you're not communicating with each other and they're changing and you're changing all of a sudden when you do notice it's just like what happened you know but anyways what kind of started me to reflect is just one of the things like I and I joke when I say this I I don't mean this in any way to be offensive so if you're watching babe don't get offended but I consider my husband to be very needy and and he'll admit it. He was like, I am needy. You know, um, he, he is needy. Uh, he is a mama's boy, but I love that about him because the way that he treated his mother, it was just a reflection on how he was going to love on me. And so, but, but with him being needy, with him being spoiled and, and mama Jenkins, uh, you know, God rest her soul miss her dearly but I remember some of the things that she used to say to me and to my sister-in-law my um my brother-in-law's wife he she would say how she would apologize to us and she was like I'm so sorry Hannah and Pooh she yeah I I just spoiled them I did everything for them and now they look at y'all to do it (laughs) and we would laugh and joke but there are times where I'm just like mama Jenkins like this is your fault for real (laughs) Because there are certain things that he has come accustomed to, but there are things that I have to take um, fault and blame for as well. Because when we first got married, um, I wasn't I wasn't working. I actually had just finished my first year of law school, and so um, I wasn't working. And my focus that summer was to just be a wife and to be there with you know him and cater to him. You know, just kind of learn my role and learn you know 
what being a wife was all about. So like, I remember I would have dinner prepared when he would come home, you know, and, you know, sit down and talk and just, it was just like, I anticipated for him to arrive, you know, and it was just all sweet. And I think like, and people said the way that you start is the way that you're going to have to finish because you're setting these expectations. And I didn't think about that. Uh, but I, that's what I did. The way that I started it is an expectation of him now. So like even the other day, I had just said to him, I said, you you should be grateful that you have a wife that cooks. And he was like, what makes you even say that? I said, because, you know, I was in the kitchen and I was thinking about it and I'm, you know, cooking his food and stuff. And I think about some of my friends who they don't cook. They order out to eat or their husband cooks. And I was just like, you better be grateful. And I don't know if y'all are familiar with that song that says, um, oh, goodness, I can't even think of the song now. It, it talks about having um, I got a good woman. Oh, gosh, never mind, because I, I can't remember it now. But I brought the song up to him at the time. And I was just like, dude, like you, you should be grateful you because you got a good one. I, <laughs> and, and that's not to knock any woman out there who doesn't cook but for him because he likes a home-cooked meal it's just like dude you should be grateful that you have a wife that cooks for you and you know does it all the time like it's not just every blue moon like oh it's a special occasion I'm gonna cook tonight no you pretty much get a good cooked meal every night there's one particular day of the week that I do not cook and he knows that he knew that before we got married and that's Friday my mom did not cook on Fridays. I grew up with us going out to eat on Fridays or ordering in. And so I told him, I was like, I do not. I will not. That's my strong no. <laughs> I'm not cooking on Fridays. But I set this standard. I set how things were going to be. That's something that he became accustomed to. He became accustomed to me fixing his plate. Even my friends, they will, they'll pick at me because we'll be out together. Or, you know, we'll be at a game night or whatever. And um, I will get up to go and fix his plate. And they're just like, he a grown man. He can fix his own plate. And I'm just like, I know, but, you know. And there are times that I would join in with them and I would, I would you know, joke around with him too. I'm like, yeah, you can not fix your plate. But I don't mind doing it. Um, and I don't know all the history behind it. But I do remember this. Uh, she was a, another mother. I mean, not a mother, uh, an older wife. Um, and she was telling me or explaining to myself and a couple of other young wives about like the history, you know, during slavery times and everything that are the history of the black family. And she was saying how, you know, because the, the males were out in the field, they were working, they were getting beat down. And, you know, the, the masters would, you know, beat on them, call them names and everything and make them feel degraded. She was saying how like one of the roles of the woman uh, in the house was to make him feel like king when he came home. So when he came home out of the field, she would have dinner ready for him on the table. You know, she would, you know, rub his back, cater to him, and then allow him to feel like the king that he is because of the fact that he was beat down all the time. So if there was any place that he was going to feel like this is his domain and that he is somebody and that he support, support it and that, you know, somebody loves him, it should be in his home. And so for me, you know, yeah, I joke and I'm just like, dude, you can get up and fix your own plate. I don't mind fixing his plate for him. I don't mind preparing, you know, his food, cooking dinner and everything. But it's just that, you know, sometimes you, you like to, to crack a joke every now and again, right? And so that's what I do. I crack a joke with him. I'm just like, you're you're so needy. You want everything. 
Um, but there, there's other things like, so I'm expected to know where all his stuff is. Like I'm not inspector gadget. I don't even know why inspector gadget came to my head, but it's like, I must know it all for him because we have this key holder. Um, or, or I don't know if it's called a key hold, holder or if it's like a coat holder, but you know, the little things that, you know, you normally have at the front of your house and you can hang your keys on it, or you can hang, hang your purse or hang your coat. We have one of those in our house. And I, I thought the purpose of us buying it was so that when we came through the, the door, we would just put our keys there. So we would always know where it is. Anthony doesn't use that. Anthony comes home in the house and he'll have his keys in his pocket and he will either go upstairs with the keys in his pocket and leave them in his pocket in the, once he takes his pants off or he'll sit down on the couch and the keys will fall out. But it never fails. Every morning, he's just like, where are my keys? And I'm like, dude, if you would just put your keys on the key holder, you would always know where they're at. Like, seriously <laughs> you would always know where it's at and if it's not his keys it's his wallet it's the same thing every morning when he's getting ready to walk out the door I'm probably sure he's going to ask me the same thing tomorrow morning he's going to be like Hannah where's my wallet it's up to the other day he even said you know what you're going to be responsible for my wallet going forward I'm like why do I need to be responsible for your wallet sir like if you just put your stuff down in the same place every day, you will find it. But that's not what he does. He puts it down wherever. There are times that he has left his wallet in the car. He has left his wallet like upstairs. There was one time I found his wallet in Skyland's room. What is your wallet doing there? How did it end up there? I'm just like, if you just put it down in one place, you will always find it. And it's not even that it gets on my nerves or bugs me, but it's, it's when the whole house has to stop what it's doing to help him find what he's looking for. Prime example, he, you know, we have a photography business, photography and videography. And so we have camera stuff everywhere. I don't like it everywhere. If there's a pet peeve that I have about our camera stuff, it's the fact that Anthony has it spread out throughout the entire house. Even though he has shelves, he has his own little space upstairs where he can keep all of his stuff and keep it organized. So he always knows where everything is. It's like Anthony is anti-organization. Like he does, it's, it's like he rebels against it. Oh, I got story after story for y'all. I'm sorry. But he it's like he rebels against it. It's just like you if you organize his stuff, he'll come in and just terrorize it just because. And that, oh my gosh, that is a pet peeve of mine because I'm like, I'm trying to help you. <laughs> I'm trying to keep you together. You're asking me to help you, but then I come in and I fix it up and you just come and terrorize it again. Why, sir? Why? But anyway, so... The camera stuff is everywhere. And I think he was looking for the microphone piece or something that goes on the camera and he couldn't find it. So he's asking me, this is after, you know, I'm already at work. The kids are, um, are you know, they're in virtual school. I'm working remotely. So I'm sitting at my desk and I'm already, you know, uh, answering student emails and, you know, busy doing what I need to do. The kids are doing their assignments. And so Anthony's like, I need y'all to help me find this piece because I need it. Because I think he was getting ready to actually go on a shoot. And so I'm just like, well, where did you put it? He was like, I don't know where I put it. I need... And so I'm just like, we literally have to stop what we're doing because he's like, y'all not helping me. 
And in my mind, I'm like, young man, if you would just put your stuff in its spot, like I, yes, we all know Hannah is made like Martha. I am a task oriented person. I, my mantra or one of my mantras in life is everything has its place. Everything should be put in its place. And I say it to him, Anthony, if you put everything in its place, you're going to find it later when you're looking for it. It's when you just put stuff down everywhere and then pick it up, put it down, pick it up, put it down. You don't know where it is. So literally we spent maybe a, a good 20 minutes trying to find this thing. And we finally found it. I can't even remember where we found it at, but it was totally not where it should have been. And I'm just like, dude, like this is this is an everyday thing for you. Like every day you're looking for something. And who does he come to? Hannah. Hannah, do you know where this is? Hannah, do you? And the funny thing is, I usually know where it is. (laughs) So that's why he comes to me and he's just like, but I knew you would know. And I'm just like, but you should know you if you just put it away in its place you would know where it's at like it would help you but I was telling you guys about how I feel like he is anti-organization like he just rebels against it seriously so um when I I Anthony and I we share a closet and I dread it when we bought this house that was one thing I dreaded because the house that we lived in before we had separate closets there were his and her closets he had his space I had mine so it was perfect because I keep my closet organized, like my stuff is all hung up, you know, my stuff is folded on the shelves, my shoes are all neat, like it's neat, it's my happy place, like that is actually just like, you know how people say they have their prayer closets, my closet is literally my prayer closet because it is so serene and tranquil in there, and I love it. So when it was time to move and we were looking at houses, one of the things that I did not like about this house was that I was going to have to share a closet with Anthony. Now, it's a big closet. It's huge. And I think that's the only reason why I was like, okay, I I think we can make this work by sharing a closet together. But I still dreaded it because I just knew I know my husband. I knew that Anthony was not going to keep his side organized and that every time that I had to look at it, it was going to bother me. And so I tried to help him because even at the old house, I would go into his closet and I would organize his stuff. Now, y'all may think I'm a little anal. Yes, I do color coordinate my clothes. And so I tried color coordinating his. And every week when I would wash his clothes and put his clothes away, you think it was still organized? No, it was not. And now that we share a closet space together, it's even worse. So like every day I find myself going to his side and refolding his pants that are up on the top shelf. I find myself picking up clothes that he drops on the floor and putting it on the hangers. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. But the, I don't want to say the worst part, but the most aggravating part is his drawers. Oh my gosh. It looks like a volcano threw up. Okay. And I told him, I said, okay, it would help me if you kept it organized because when I fold the clothes and put them away it's easy for me to just put them in the drawer when I pull open the drawer and shirts are every which away I have to take time to refold your shirts put them in neatly just so that I can put the clean shirts that I just folded away I'm like that's wasting time and Anthony is big on time y'all he was like Time is money. He was like, my time is valuable. I don't want to waste my time. He is one of the most impatient people that I know. The Lord is still working on him. Y'all stretch your hands his way. 
say a little prayer for him. But he, he like time, he's just like, no, I don't have time. So I'm like, I would, you would think that for a person who is very, you know, timely and, and talks about how time is, 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 you know, is their, their time is valuable and everything that they would understand when it's explained to them, like you're wasting my time or you're causing me to take more time with putting your clothes away when you don't keep your drawer organized. But no, nah, it doesn't make sense to him because every time I go back, it's the same way. So I was telling his aunt about this and his aunt said to me, she was like, well, why do you put his clothes away? I said, because if I don't, it won't get put away. She was like, well, then leave it there in the basket. I'm like, no, literally your nephew would live out of the basket. And I tried it because I wanted to prove my point. So I washed clothes, I folded them, and I put his basket near the drawer so he could put his clothes away because that was her suggestion. Her suggestion was let him put his own clothes away. So if it bothers you so much, don't do it. Let him do it. But I know Anthony. Anthony will say, hey, Hannah, I'll help you wash clothes. Okay, great. He'll wash them. You think he folds them? Put clothes away. What? That is not even in his vocabulary, okay? My husband is good at many things, and is he capable of folding clothes and putting them away? Yes, but I think that's his strong no. Like, nah, I just don't do that. He, he just doesn't do it. So literally, the basket stayed next to the drawer, and when he was looking for a shirt, he sh surely went through the basket, found his shirt, and was like, good. And then the basket stayed there till it was empty because he had wore all the stuff inside of it. And I'm just like... Lord, give me strength and grace <laughs> to deal with your son. Cause um, hello. It so it's it's little things like that. Like that's why I said I just think that he is anti. Now, mm, let me let me rephrase. He's anti-organized when it comes to like the whole cleaning and tidying of the house. Like and I, I, I think that's not even a good way to say it either. But he, he can be organized when it comes to his stuff. You know, like he's timely and all. But when it just comes to stuff that is just to him, he's like, Hannah, that's not that important. Like, uh, you know, live in the moment. It's okay. It's a shirt. So what? And I'm like, I get that. But I personally function better when stuff is put away. It, it makes the house seem more surreal and calm to me, more serene and calm. And like, I'm at peace. I am at peace with myself when I can just, you know, chill and everything is done. And so we have had that issue. Now, one of the issues, and you guys, you're probably going to say, Hannah, you tripping. But it took me years to deal with this one. And it was, it's very simple. It's making the bed. I don't know how many of you are like me who likes to come home to a made-up bed, but that's me. I When I wake up in the morning and I get out of the bed, one of the first things I do is make it up because for me, when I come home and seeing a bed messy, it's not inviting to me. It's not saying, come lay down in me and relax and just let all the cares of the, the day just roll away. No, matter of fact, when I come home and I see my bed a mess, I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is, this is just another thing that I have to do now. And for years, <laughs> for years, this has been like an ongoing disagreement with me and Anthony because I'm just like, I don't understand what's so hard with you making up the bed. And prior pandemic, 
I left the house before Anthony and the kids. Like, majority of the time when I would leave the house, they would still be in the bed sleep. So it wasn't even like, oh, I could wait till he gets out the bed and make it up. I had no choice but to hope that he would make it up when I came home. And he didn't. And it irked my nerves so bad for so long because I'm like, I'm telling you this is something that I want. I'm telling you this is something that I like and you can't. And I I love pillows. I don't know how many of you love pillows, but I love pillows. And I used to love having a whole bunch of pillows on my bed. But to make it easier for him, I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to put the pillows on the bed. All you have to do, like I don't even have the flat sheet on the bed because I was trying to make it as simple as possible. Bruh, all you got to do, pull the covers up and put them over the pillows, tuck them a little bit, make it look, boom, it's done. Don't, all of 30 seconds. Don't even take you that long. Did I come home to the bed made up? No. <laughs> I did not. And it bothered me for so long. I, I promise you, I think we talked about this in our life group, in our marriage life group, for, for, for a good hot minute. I'm pretty sure all the couples probably got tired of me always bringing up this whole bed thing. But then finally, I came to the revelation of, Hannah, if this is his strong no, like, what, what is it with you? <laughs> what is it with you that you need to have the bed made up? Is it really that important? Are you really going to allow something like this to just steal your joy? You know, that you come home because the bed's made up, not made up, you're going to be angry, you're going to be frustrated. And I don't know how many of you, like how many of you have like in your mind was just like, oh, I'm going to have a good night when I come home. Like, you know, I'm just going to spend time with my husband. I'm going to spend time with the kids. And then as soon as you walk through the door, because things aren't the way that you want them to be, it's like all of that just went out the window. Forget that. No, now I got to get to work. I don't know how many of you felt that way, but there were so many times that I came home that I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to be in the moment. I'm going to enjoy life. And I walked through the door and if there were dishes in the sink or if the bed wasn't made up or if the kids had toys everywhere, it just ruined my whole day. Like it it ruined my night for me. And I had to realize, OK, Hannah, it's something with you. It's with you you know, like chasing after this whole perfection thing, expecting things to be a certain way. And, and that's what the issue is. And so what I've learned for me personally over the years with Anthony is, is that, you know, I, he, I guess he was a way for me to look deeper into myself, you know, and, and God has this, this interesting way of, you know, putting people in your life to learn stuff. Like I'm a mother, but I learn more about mothering from my children than it is me teaching them the lessons, you know, there. And, and that's an episode for another day just to talk about, you know, the things that I have learned. Cause like my children have taught me how to be a mother and Anthony teaches me how to be a wife. He teaches me how to let things go. Like, it's really not that deep. It's really not that serious. Like, yeah, should we have conversations about the things that we like and we don't like? And should our spouses take that into consideration? And be like, okay, if she really, if this means that much to her for me to make up the bed, let me put forth effort. And I will give it, there, there was about maybe a good solid year <laughs> in the 13 years we've been married that he did make up the bed. But it's just it, it's not his thing. And so when he wakes up, he totally forgets about it. You know, but I've 
I've gotten to the point now where I'm cool with it. It's, and, and maybe it's also because of the pandemic and now I'm home. I, we'll, we'll see when I return back to work if things stay the same. I'm going to have to give y'all an update. But right now, I make up the bed because he leaves the house and I don't. I stay here, so I make up the bed. It's no big deal. Um, but getting back to what I've learned and how he's taught me to be a wife is, is that I can't, it's very important not to look outside and what other people are doing, right? Because what I've learned is, is that you don't realize that you're lacking something or you don't realize that there's something you're missing out on until there's something to compare it to, until you see that somebody else has it, until you see that this is happening. Like I have friends who their husbands, they do the cleaning, they do the cooking. And so you look at that, or again, let me take ownership for myself. I look at that and I was like, man, that, that must be nice to have your husband, you know, do all the cooking and cleaning so you don't have to. But then there's other areas that their husbands lack in as far as I'm concerned. And I'm like, but my husband does this. Like, I don't have to worry about that. So it's it's a balance, you know. And in those areas where I looked at it as in being a not necessarily a lacking area, but an area that I thought was an improvement for him, I actually had to turn my reflection back on me and be like, well, no, why does this bother you? Why do you need the bed to be made up? Or why do you need for him to keep his stuff organized? Like, it's not your stuff, it's his stuff. Is but, but it bothers you because you have to see it. So, but why? Why does it bother you because you have to see it? And, and if you're supposed to be his helper, his helpmate, then why can't you just go over and fix it for him? You don't want to see that. You know that that's not important to him, but it's important to you. So why not just go over there and do it? And I think a lot of the times, it, for me, again, let me just take my own ownership. What I realized about myself was is that I felt like I shouldn't have to. I shouldn't have to do it because it's his stuff. Well, if that's the attitude you're going to have that you shouldn't have to do it because it's his stuff, then you should let his stuff be. It's his stuff. It's not like he's coming over to your side of the closet and, and messing your stuff up. And if you don't like it, don't look at it. So it's like I had to come to terms with myself and just be like, okay, Hannah, you tripping. You're allowing little things become like these little anthills to become these giant mountains in your life because you want him to be the way that you want him to be rather than just you know, loving him the way that he is. And isn't God like that with us? You know what I'm saying? Like, he loves us in our mess right where we are. And we have the Holy Spirit to come and to guide us and to help us get rid of some of those old ways or those ways that are not of God so that we can become more like him. And, you know, that's that's one of the things that I've I've learned about myself as a wife and, you know, in over these 13 years that we're about to celebrate is, is that a lot of the time I was being selfish or I was being prideful by wanting to change Anthony into this perfect man that I thought he should be. 
rather than just loving him the way that he is and focusing on the things that he does really good. And then in those areas that, you know, maybe he could use improvement. Well, that's what I'm here for, right? I'm supposed to be his good thing. I'm supposed to be his favor. I'm supposed to help him in those areas. And he has come a long way. You know what I'm saying? We both have. We, we've we balanced each other's each other out. Like I was... I. I would say very much OCD-ish on a lot of things. And in being married with him, I've pulled back a lot. You know, I'm still a very tidy person. I still like for my house to be clean. I still like for it to look a certain way, but I'm not as anal as I was when we first got married. And for him, he's not as quote unquote messy as he was when we first got married. Like now he's like, okay, let's get up and clean. Or if things are a little bit junky or everywhere around the house, he was like, okay, this is starting to bother me now. Let's let's clean this up. You know, so we have balanced each other out. We have been there for one another, but I, I appreciate him and how laid back he is because him and and my children, our children, they have taught me to be more present and in the moment. And it's taken a while, y'all. Like, it's not even like, oh, I got this after, like, the third year of marriage. No, it took a while. Like, for a good solid 10 years, and I told you we're about to celebrate 13, so that's only three years where I really have been allowing myself to just be in the moment. Like, I have been more intentional in the last three years of our marriage than I have over time. Because before I was chasing after perfection, I was chasing after being this perfect Susie homemaker wife who could do it all. Oh, I can work outside the home and take care of the kids, take care of the house, thinking I had to do everything, trying to be this perfect person. And then I realized, like, I don't have to do it like anybody else. I don't have to be Susie homemaker. I don't have to be, you know, Proverbs 31 woman. I don't have to be my mom. I don't have to be these other women who are out here as the poster child of what a real wife or a real mother looks like. The only person I need to be is Hannah because Hannah is Anthony's wife. I just need to be the best wife I can be for him. You know, I, I I'm not... I'm not Susie and whoever Susie's married to, that's not my husband. So I don't need to try to do things the way that she does because she does it according to what is good for her husband. I got to focus on what's good for mine. And the same thing with my children. I have to focus on what's good for them because I'm their mother. God allowed them to come through me because there were things inside of me that they needed. Just like how God allowed Anthony and I to come together as one in marriage because there were things that he needed from me and I needed from him. And that is how we complement, not complete, because God completes us, but that's how we complement each other and we're able to continue to become one. So anyways, those are just my thoughts, my nuggets as I, you know, get ready to celebrate 13 years of marriage. And like I said, I'm going to bring him back to do an anniversary episode so we can both talk about what we've learned. But I hope you guys got something out of today's episode. It's always my prayer that you do. You can always connect with me on Facebook at Hannah's World. Connect with me on Instagram at Hannah's World 00. Or you can send in your listener letters to Hannah's World 00 at gmail.com. Until next time, peace out world. Peace out world.